Today on Happy Hallmarkies, we talk about the movie Marry Me at Christmas with special guest Julie, Julie Sherman Wolf. Let's do it. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hello, everybody. How beautiful. I love it so much. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV. We're talking happy Hallmarkies. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. Joining me, I have my lovely co-host. Yes. Hey, everyone. I almost said hi, Chessies, because that's <laughs> what I'm used to doing on Monday afternoons. Yes. Uh, but hi, Hallmark family. I am Stefan Lovegrove, for those of you who don't know me. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Lovegrove. Yes, we had a really fun season of Chesapeake Shores, season two. And we did. you are big into the Hallmark movies. Marissa content. is my long-lost Hallmark sibling. No one in the <laughs> world loves Hallmark movies more than she does. And it truly... Mm. I had to come in for Countdown to Christmas. Of course. I think I'm going to just bring you in every week against your will, and we're just going to talk about these movies. <laughs> well, I was joking. I was like, what a burden <laughs> to have to watch Hallmark Christmas movies to cover them. Well, oh, know. the burdens we must bear. Terrible. I'm so excited to talk about this episode because there's a lot to cover. Um, and we have special guest Julie Sherman Wolf, who's going to be Skyping and talking all about Marry Me at Christmas, which was the first Christmas movie of the season. And such a strong start. It is, yeah. Sometimes I feel like they save the best for last and we start off with a weaker movie. This was not a weak movie. It wasn't. This was a great start to the season. Yes, but we'll definitely get into that in a few minutes. Let's first talk about the, the fun things that happened within the last week um, during the, the Hallmark uh, you know, news coverage. Uh, we had the American Humane Hero Dog Awards just aired. And I love watching the Hero Dog Wars every year. I just, I have to watch them by myself because I'm such a dog lover and these stories and packages are so emotional. I was like, I'm like blubbering mess after watching every single dog. Well, the crazy thing to me is how, I I, I guess it doesn't make sense to say how human the dogs are, but like Mm -hmm. they're deeply moving stories with these animals and, uh, yeah, I think I think I might have cried more watching the dogs than even in like a, a normal Hallmark movie. Yeah, so we had the the Hero Dog Awards. It was hosted by James Denton and Beth Stern. They were looking great, and we had a lot of um, the Hallmark family community who also presented um, every dog. Um, and we had uh, Barbara Niven was one of the presenters. Yes, it's so good to see Barbara, her. and we're going to see her in a Christmas movie coming up. Yes, I'm excited never enough to talk Barbara. About that. Nah, never enough. Um, yeah, and they, they talked about all the different dogs. We had uh, Atlas, the service dog, Aladdin, the therapy dog, Luca, the search and rescue dog, Pierce, the guide and hearing dog, Abigail, the emerging dog, and Ice, the law enforcement arson dog. And out of all of those, I mean, I loved all their individual stories, and out of all of them, we had the winner, Abigail. Um, what did you think about Learning about all the dogs and, and then seeing Abigail as winner after all of that. Well, I, I loved them all. I loved Abigail. Actually, the standout one to me was Aladdin. Okay. Um, simply because I thought the point they made about forgiveness was so powerful. And this idea of... I mean, it was so it was so heartbreaking to see what... And just to try to imagine what kind of person harms an animal in that way, it's unfathomable. It but to see that uh, this creature who has been so harmed by humans could, like, trust them again. Uh, again, that's why I said these dogs are so human and it's such a moving thing. Um, because to me, it really was a story of forgiveness. And that, that one just really moved me. I was like, the dogs are clearly better at forgiveness and open up their hearts. Stacy says yes. It was very emotional. <laughs> you was. understand. Uh, so I think that was my favorite is just that moment of forgiveness of how crazy that the dog could be so hurt by people and then still trust people again. Yeah, I, I, I found it beautiful. So congratulations to all the dogs who, who won, but also Abigail, who was the the overall winner out of all of them. Um, her, she has a, a great story that she, um, unfortunately, she was abused and she was and the dog fighting, dog the fighting. same thing, unfathomable to me. It's it's really sad um, what you know 
unfortunate dogs and just all animals in in general like some animals go through but uh, the the whole dog fighting her her head was like partially ripped um and the ear was partially missing and stuff but um she went through you know actual people took her in and took care of her and uh because her head was like so partially unfortunately ripped apart that they had to cover it with bonnets and then everyone just got on board and sent her bonnets from all over the world it's such a touching story and um you know and she finally found and she found a home and i it was just beautiful to see like a dog to go through you know such tragedy but then like come out winning in the end and i i loved it a dog that one of that like really i i enjoyed out of all of them was luca the the search and rescue dog who was a german shepherd who was pulled out of retirement i mean so so they did search this dog was uh, specialized in search and rescue uh, to help find people who were missing, mm-hmm. and um, but this dog had gone through or uh, was already in retirement, and then there was a whole story of they were trying to find someone, and he got out of retirement. Still, you know, he wasn't in the the day to day routine of doing it, but he still had those instincts, and ended up finding the person that they were searching for, and it's it's amazing. Um, and it reminded me of a, a great movie and story that it's based on a true story that if you have guys, I, I highly recommend it. If you've ever seen the movie Megan Levy, it's about a bomb sniffing dog. It's named mm. Rex. Based on a true story, there, there's an actual Megan Levy. And uh, so this dog was placed in, um, in, uh, in Iraq, in Ramadi and Fallujah. And it was bomb sniffing for dogs for, um, for guns and in bombs and they like they were so successful in part when megan levy and rex were so successful they they had over a hundred emissions and saved thousands of lives wow and but unfortunately i don't want to like spoil the whole thing but when they went back to the states they got separated and they couldn't partner with each other anymore and so like the rest of the movie she's trying to get uh actual ownership of of rex um and goes through retirement and it's just it's a beautiful film um it came out in the summer of this year of june 2017 and i just highly recommend it if you guys love dogs and love service dogs and and it's also based on a true story definitely go watch megan levy i can't when the movie came out i watched it three times in theaters that's how good it was three individual times in theaters. i mean that's a lot <laughs> it is but that's how good the movie is so i i highly recommend it and um, you know i I agree with um, what Lori Meeker, hey Lori, is saying and everyone else in the comments that thank you to Bill Abbott and everyone at Hallmark for putting this event on the air. I think it's beautiful how, you know, Hallmark, of course, is the heart of TV and everything that they do is really, you know, in line with that. Um, And I think it's cool because this is such a heart-centered event and cause and... It's interesting because it's different, you know, it's different than When Calls the Heart or Chesapeake Shores or it's a dog show, but it's also something that all of us can get behind and yeah, it's so in line with what Hallmark stands for. And I love it and uh, I'm, I'm a humongous dog fan so and like a dog owner, so I I really appreciate that they take the time and effort to, to highlight some of the dogs that really have an amazing story and should be told. So I, I applaud everyone at Crown Media for putting that on every single year and making us cry because it's so good. So good. So the, the Hardy's Family Reunion 3 had just wrapped last week. Um, I was in Vancouver for it. I know you don't really watch When It Calls the Heart, or you, you haven't. I'm starting but... to get on the bandwagon, though, because this community is so loud and clear that you've just got to. Yes, it's, it's so great. They're so encouraging and loving, and it's so nice to be go to Vancouver. Well, the the event was actually in Langley, which is only about 45 minutes outside of Vancouver. But it was so great to be there with the cast and the crew members and just the general fans of the show because everyone's so supportive of each other. And it's just a loving community to all come together in such a positive place to meet with the stars, meet with other people who just love, have this commonality of loving one calls the heart and Hallmark in general. And it was so nice to meet everyone, the people who I have met in the past, in past events, and the people who I've never met. And it's it's so fun. So that was my episode two of last week. If you guys 
haven't seen that, go check it out. My Hardy's Family Reunion through three special. I put a package together, photos, videos, um, interview outtakes, because those are always fun, and then uh, the actual in-depth set tour of Hope Valley. So go check that out if you... if. For some reason, you missed it. And can I say, speaking of Canada, obviously they film a lot in Vancouver. Um, they do. But I, not just shows for Hallmark. I was telling Marissa before the show, um, there is so much coverage in the media of Countdown to Christmas right now, which I love. I love yeah. that two, three, four million people are watching. I love that people are discovering it. And they confirmed what I already suspected, that most Countdown to Christmas movies are also filmed in Canada. Yes. So thank you, Canada, for all of the support for Hallmark Channel production. Yes, thank you, Canada. You're amazing, and they're amazing tax exempts. We love it. We love it. And this movie that we are about to talk about was also filmed in Canada. In Canada. In Canada. So we have, it's the beginning of the Countdown to Christmas, which we all love we have uh, so many movies are coming out this season. We've already had one. Well, I, <laughs> so. I was sitting here thinking we have a full show today with everything to yeah. talk about. But then I was like, well, what are, what does that mean for next week when we have four movies to we go through? We're just going to have to talk fast, guys. We, we have four movies. Unfortunately, we're fast talkers. So it's it's great. So Countdown to Christmas movies have officially begun. We're so excited. We, get, we were texting each other, you know, like. All weekend long about all all the Christmas movies that are airing. I have to clear out my DVR even more to make more space for all these movies. Well, and I because I I know some of you out there will get this, and this is a safe space to admit this. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't just get excited for the new ones. I actually I don't know what it is in me that does this, but I actually don't buy or like re- save on my DVR my favorites from year to year. Uh-huh. So I have to wait, and then I <laughs> see them. So like I love One Starry Christmas, and I saw that it's on this Thursday at four and I was like yes so I'll DVR it again this year why don't I just save it or buy it I don't know but I just get excited for the entire thing yeah I'm excited so our first movie is Marry Me at Christmas and we have our special guest Julie Shimmerman Wolf he's going to be joining us in a second so excited what were your quick thoughts about the movie watching it Well, as I said, I thought it was a really strong beginning. Um, Sometimes, like I said, sometimes the October movie, I feel like, is a struggle, and we ease in with the quality. Mm -hmm. I did not feel that way this year. I thought it was a very strong pick. Um, I've loved Trevor Donovan ever since 90210, so that was a huge... I guess it's a throwback now. It's been a decade or so. Um, Has so it really been 10 years since the since reboot? Since the reboot? I think wow. so, because it was when I was in high school. And unfortunately, <laughs> it, that's been almost 10 years. Um, so, yeah, I love Trevor Donovan. Um, and I just, you know what? I thought it was nice that we had two couples and neither one had to fall apart. I was afraid right. at first. I was like, is this going to be one of those movies where the couple that thinks they're going to get married shouldn't be together and they fall apart, but the and other the one other works. One gets I liked that we had two happy weddings, and I thought it was just a great movie to start off the holiday season. I really enjoyed it. We had Rachel Scarston, who's been in Rain and Lost Girl, and in Trevor Donovan, like you said. Family Tennant, who's also been in a lot of Hallmark movies, too. I really enjoyed it. It was a, it was a nice, fun dynamic between these two, and I, I think that whole... Um, starstruck celebrity type of you know small town. And oh, and I love those kind town. of movies as well. Yeah. And I know that you have a recommendation along that genre coming up, which I, I could do. not endorse more. And I'm so excited about. I do. So let's get Julie on the line, and we'll talk to her for a little bit about this film. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was cute. I watched it twice um, because you know I wanted to watch it thoroughly. But like everything I liked, it was I, I found the relationship very believable. Like I think. The, the main two stars had a lot of chemistry. And the the resistance they had to owning the feelings was so believable. I was sitting there like, oh God, we've all done this, been these people. I think she's here? Yes. I'm here. Hello, Hi. Julie. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us. We're, okay, so we've already been talking about how much we, we love this film. Thank you. So we're very, very excited to talk to you about this. Now, we know that this story, Merry Me at Christmas, is actually based on the Fool's Gold book, Merry Me yes. at Christmas, by uh, Mallory, Susan Mallory. Right. So, She's amazing. I, I couldn't, I was so, I, I was already a fan of her. So the, when I got the job to do her first Fool's Gold book for Hallmark, I was very, very happy. Um, but then a little stressed out because, 
uh, you know, adapting a book is, is almost harder than doing something original because you sure. want to make the author happy. You want to make their fans happy, but you can't do exactly what the book is because it's just it would, the movie would be eight hours long. Um, so, you know, there's, it's a fine line, but I think she was I, from what I could see and what she told me, she was pretty happy, too. So it worked out. Oh, that's amazing. So she did have some creative input into it. Yes. Um, well, not not. As far as the screenplay goes, it's really just, you know, uh, we use the book as, as the starting off point and I try to be as true to the book as I can. But then there are certain things that have to change just by the nature of it being on Hallmark. And, um, you know, it's funny about the hardest thing about a book is, is you, you know, when you're reading a book and you can hear the innermost thoughts of the characters, they're all there on the page and you know what they're thinking. And, you know, for a movie, you can't you don't have that luxury. So that's what makes it a little bit harder is that you have to kind of be able to express all these innermost thoughts, hopefully by great acting, which we absolutely had in this movie. They were all, this cast was unbelievable. Just, I could not, I couldn't get over all these all the little expressions and Rachel's little, you know, her face scrunching up. She's, she was amazing. Everyone was great. I was so happy. Well, and there were so many moments. Obviously, we're watching a couple that, clearly has chemistry, but doesn't yeah. want to admit the feelings they have. And there, it was like progressively so many nuances of them having these realizations gradually that were so fun to watch. Did, did you see that moment where Trevor, um, when she took the tree and put it on her shoulder and just basically said bye, and he just you could just see him in his eyes just fall for her. I just thought that was such a great piece of acting from him. And um, so sassy of her. I thought it was hysterical of her to do that. I don't know why. I keep putting in all my scripts that my female leads were all college athletes. But that's <laughs> just the, what I've been doing. But, Stefan, by the way, what was funny is that you were talking about the movies where the couples fall apart. What, I'm guilty of one of those movies. It was Wedding Bells last summer. Oh, yes. Where, where the couple... Falls, one falls apart and the other gets together, the Danica and the Keller one. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll tell you, I live for those movies, though, and sometimes <laughs> I go to weddings and I'm like, what if this is... I'm waiting. I don't want to wish ill on any real couples, but I always <laughs> wonder, when am I going to go to the wedding where the wedding couple themselves don't work out, but somebody <laughs> else falls in love and they just use the wedding anyway? But, um, no, I thought it was adorable that Gloria's... Gloria, what's her name, right? No, Ginger. Ginger. Gin I don't know what it was. Um, but Ginger and Oliver worked out. Yeah, they were cute. And, and she was great, right? She was just so adorable. She was she so fun. She was. And, and I believe that, that that natural friendship that became through Ginger and, and, and Maddie, because they, they seemed yep. like they, they were just meeting for the first time, but they seemed like best friends already. And right. you, you and, can believe and, like and the school in the real books, you know, there are so many characters that were in the book of Marry Me at Christmas that I couldn't fit into the screenplay. Just, well, not, not enough room. But Mayor Marsha is sort of the, you know, she's the string that holds all the other books together. So at least yeah. she got to be in it for a second. Yeah, I, I love that. <laughs> Admittedly, I haven't read any of The Fool's Girl. The, it's now in my Amazon cart, and I'm going to buy a bunch of those books to read. But, you know, and because it's based on book series, and there's a lot of characters that are in these books and you saw them in the film but well, how did you go about like deciding what to keep from the book and what to omit well you know it's there's so little time to get it all in story-wise so you know Isabel it was her best friend in the book but in the book she had it was pregnant with triplets and we when we in a very early draft we had that she was pregnant and that just you know it just was superfluous it didn't need to be there um you know, just kind of the, the the other friends that were in the books that are in all the other Fool's Gold books, they just weren't important to this particular story. And that's what you just have to pare down, like, who is important to this story that we're telling? And then that's it. You know, um, the parents, obviously, and and uh, Clint and, and, you know, all, all those people, you know, that's still a lot. It's still a lot of people to service. So, um you just kind of pare it down as you go. And then, then once you start uh, production and the budgets come in and all that kind of stuff, you've realized there are some people that need to go even farther down the list. All you right. know, a couple of people would have a couple lines here and there, and then they would end up going to a different, to somebody who was already in it, you know, that kind of thing. Right. I, I like the fact that it was kind of a more limited cast and you saw some of the same people over and over again, because that I felt that's very authentic to a small town because you, you get yeah. to see the same people in the same place over and over again. And I, I really enjoyed it. 
I love those. I mean, I, I, I posted this somewhere on Twitter the other night where the way that Disney, you know how Disney built uh, Celebration Florida? Yes. Uh, sort of like, you know, living in the Disney bubble. I, I swear if Hallmark built just Hallmark Town and, you know, <laughs> it was looked like all the quaint little towns of all the movies, people would live there and people would pay any amount of money. I would. I would. Absolutely. <laughs> well, but I can move, I? I did move to Connecticut because I kept setting all my movies in these like Connecticut small towns. And I thought and I finally realized I just really want to live in New England. So I moved. We moved here. There you go. Congratulations. That's Is it amazing. beautiful at this time of year? Oh my God, it's just, it's amazing. And we had a big storm and that was all fun. And yeah, and then I discovered the glory of the delayed uh, opening of school with Ooh. my son, which was amazing. We <laughs> didn't have to be in school for two hours later than it started. It was great. So I'm, yeah. Yeah, so I'm living I'm living in my Hallmark movie right now. That's amazing. And, and I like, you know, actually being at the physical location can actually yeah. really help inspire your writing once you're actually there. It does. It does. I, I used to just travel here all the time just because I thought it was so beautiful. Uh, you know, research. I have to go to have to go to Nantucket. Have to. Oh, have to. Have to. <laughs> Got to see it in person. Yeah, um, of course. Yeah. So now now I guess if I want to fly home and, and call it research, I need to start setting stuff in uh, San Francisco or L.A., but probably not and we we have enough movies and television shows that take place here it's fine it's fine um but this this movie actually filmed in revelstoke canada which is yeah. a smaller population population like six thousand or almost seven thousand but right. were you actually there on set to help see it come to fruition no but yeah. i was going to, i was supposed to go but i have an eight-year-old and you know things life happens and you sometimes just can't mm-hmm. leave um but the great part about this is we had a great producer, uh, Jim Head and Joel Rice, and they are very inclusive and uh, as as is Hallmark, obviously. And, you know, if there was ever a line change or something that needed to be done um, on the day of shooting, uh, I would just get a call or, you know, an email. Hey, can you change this line or whatever? And then I would just do it from home. I mean, I really like being part of it still, uh, even if I'm not physically there, but going is the best. It's really fun. I'm, I just go as a fan almost just, it's just fun to get out of your bubble when you're a writer, you're just in your office and you're sort of, you know, don't get out that much. Uh, it's just, it's just nice to remember what it is you're doing and why you're doing it and get out into the, onto the set. It's really fun when you, when you can go. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I thought it was beautiful. I love the location. It seemed like a, a you know a, a quaint town. It's just kind of a, a mm-hmm. ski resort type of town, but it was it beautiful. Is, yeah. it, it was. What time of the year was this film? Because it looked that like was it was March. Actually, it March. was just the end of winter, so they had, had a, a nice big snowstorm. I think right before they shot, which was awesome. And doesn't it look like it was fake? The mountain in the back. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it looked. I mean, it was so beautiful. I thought it actually. You know, I, people might think it was, you know, some kind of green screen, but it totally was real. That was the wow. mountain. That was. Yes, that was the mountain. So yeah. Israel, I mean, Canada is gorgeous. I was just in Canada last week, and it's a beautiful place. Did you? So you guys were in Langley. I mean, that's they shoot so much stuff in Langley. So much. That's yeah. yeah. I yeah. was there You'll... for when calls the heart the the Hardy's family reunion. Yes. Three. Yes. Do Do you watch that show? I do. I you know I I try and watch as much as I can. Um, but, uh, my, I have a, a, one of my good friends is actually the producer of Good Witch. So that's my number one. Excellent. And, uh, and then I love all, I love all the kind of the period stuff. So I do love when called the heart and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, it's just the people that come together because of that show. It's just amazing. I think it's just so special. Yeah. So it's Little. safe to say you're, you're hearty too. I am hearty. I'm a hallmarky. I would say I mean I, I would say I'm a hallmarky straight up. There you go. And I probably and I was before I finally got a chance to to write one of them because it's just been I just I've always loved these movies, especially Christmas. Yeah, that's amazing. So you know the people in live chat they they all say hi and they all say that you should join the New England Hardies. Lee Beth says you should join the New England Hardies. I shall. You shall. I didn't even know there was a New England Hardies. Yeah. I was just sort of on the big page with all the people. Yep, there's a New big, England big Hardies. page. There you go. So join them because uh, everyone's fantastic too. But you, I will. yeah, you were saying uh, writing for for Hallmark. How did Hallmark come to you? How did that? How did you get involved with Hallmark? Um, well, things take a long time, you know, in Hollywood. And I've been writing for twenty years already at the time. And I, I 
my favorite genre. To, I've written pretty much every kind of genre, any every genre, but my favorite's always been romantic comedy. And I'd sold a couple feature films that have yet to be made, uh, <laughs> um, and uh, a couple of uh, other TV movies. And I had a Lifetime TV movie. Uh, I think now it's been ten years. And then I just I knew I knew the Hallmark people, but it just hadn't. We, we just hadn't found the right connection the right moment and I ended up working with a producer named John Eskinez who we we'd been trying to find something to work to do together for a few years really and finally everything just fell into place and that one was hello it's me from uh two years ago okay uh, and that that just did well and and it was a great experience and it just kind of kept going from there and I think I'm on my ninth right now yeah you've, so. you've done one and I, th I feel like that's very true to you know the industry once you get one they like everything just like keeps coming yeah it's I'm so I I, I know it's like hashtag blessed is you know such a <laughs> cliche but it, I really do feel I'm so grateful that I just love I love working for them I think it's just you know you're not going to get you're not going to have people coming out and saying bad things about this network and the people and Bill Abbott and Michelle Vickery, everyone's very supportive. It really is a family. I love working for them. And that's, you know, I'm happy to do that till, uh, you know, till the cows come home. I'm good. <laughs> What's your favorite movie that you've written for Hallmark? Uh, geez. It honestly, it's a top, it's a toss up between marrying me at Christmas and the birthday wish. Okay. Oh, I love the um, birthday wish. And I just think, the ones where they let things, it's like kind of the ones where they let me do a little more of the calm of the rom-com, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like I really, Which I, I, started this one out, had. I started out in, in sitcoms. So I just like kind of going for that kind of the character humor and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I tend to go overboard on the comedy and then they pull me back. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I felt like, I, you know, those, those ones were good. I mean, I, I always love the one I'm writing while I'm writing it. And when it's, airing you know it's like a kid you you know sure. you can't you don't really love your kids any less I might love a couple a little bit more <laughs> I, I love that I mean you you've written a lot for for home you know just looking at your repertoire since uh since hello it's me you've done wedding bells the convenient groom the birthday yep. wish summer in the vineyard I mean we, we had uh Brandon Penny from Chesapeake Shores I mean come on and then yep. Mar marry me at Christmas and you have a new movie coming out too finding Santa Yes. And I just saw actually now, see, I don't know if that's my favorite now because I just saw the cut, one of the uh, early cuts of it and it turned out so great. And Jodie Sweetin's just so charming, really charming. You know, I love her. She's great. Um, and another great cast. So I can't wait for you guys to see that one too. It's going to be fun. And that one's on, I think black Friday. Yes. So that's my I'm birthday. I'm everybody tuckered out from shopping and getting into their sweatpants and just, you know, chilling with, Hallmark like that we do. Literally Black Friday is literally one of my favorite days of the year because I'm a film major so I completely go crazy and I'm in the 3 a.m. line getting all my movies. Yes. yes. I am one the of those The $2 people. DVDs. Yeah, but, so I'm you're smack dab in the middle of the Five Night Thanksgiving movie marathon. Is that what it is? Is it going to be called the Five Night Thanksgiving? Yep. No. Candace Cameron yes. Bray. And you're the Friday night one which is my birthday so I get a movie from you for my birthday. Thank you so much. Stefan. You know if I had known that I would have put your name in the script as one of the characters. Oh. As well. Look at that. That's so special. Oh all my friends. I've used up almost all my friends so you know I just. <laughs> you're writing really out at this point. Well, What's that? I said you're getting desperate at this point. Gotta use anyone you can find. Well, now you have two more names. You have Marissa and Stefan. You know, I know, I, right? I've Actually, seen so many Hallmark movies that I have yet to see a character named Marissa. Come or on, Stephen. Hallmark. Come on. If I use you, Marissa, I actually kill two birds with one stone because my college roommate was Marissa. So oh, there you go. There that you would go. help. Now I'll be looking yeah. for a Marissa in a movie penned by you. I'm, I'm waiting for that to happen, Julie. Let's I'm going to, you know what? That's, I'm, I'm literally always looking for names because um, they, they do convey a certain, you know, you're not going to have, you know, one of the characters in Marry Me is Gladys. Gladys is a, you know, she's adorable. And the Polaroid scene was hilarious, but she's not, Gladys is not going to be the lead. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be the lead's name, you know? So you get, you kind of run out of those strong. Well, Barb, Barb was such a Barb. Can I just say that name could <laughs> not have been more perfect. Yeah, he was great. Good talk, Barb. He was awesome. <laughs> um, oh, how, and the other cute moment I thought of uh, Trevor's was when he said he got gloves and he was just like a little kid. Just, right. 
You know, I got gloves. He was so happy. In LA, we don't need gloves. It's it's, it's so true. hot out here. No. So. Can, I, can I tell you that the the buying of the boots has been the greatest part of moving to New England is is getting to wear jackets and boots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It's awesome. I'm very happy about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you actually been... get to experience uh, all the seasons now. Ah, uh, yeah. Not like it's California. Amazing. Not like California. So uh, go, going back to the movie a little bit. So sure. now watching it and what do you, you know, writing it and seeing it now come to fruition on screen, uh, what do you think like really hit well that you like, it's exactly what you envisioned? Are there any moments um, like that? The Gladys Polaroid scene. That's one. When she takes a selfie with the Polaroid. Um, actually, Clint, all that stuff is exact. That was a great. Uh, oh, wait, that's the wrong movie. Shoot. Ha. Oh, my God. That's so funny. I'm actually thinking of Finding Santa right now. Oh, oh OK. We'll, we'll, we'll keep that. See, that happens when you watch your movies before they're out. You start getting confused about that. But anyway, yeah, the glass. <laughs> Whoever wanted the hint, there's your accidental there hint. Now we know what to wait look forward until... to. Well, it doesn't really tell you anything that there's something right. right. That's not really a spoiler. Uh, uh no, but when now when you watch it, you'll go, Oh, Clint. Yes. Uh, totally. It. Um, yes, the gladdest scene. And actually just sort of the that whole first scene when um when Maddie sees Johnny and, and doesn't know that she's about to meet him, and oh my god, he's gorgeous and all that <laughs> stuff. That that whole thing with them, that whole entire scene in the cafe is exactly it was I really, really loved. I really, really loved that scene. And then, um, uh, you know, it's uh, toward the end. Actually, uh, I really liked everything they did with the wedding and everything. The only thing that you couldn't see really clearly that I thought was a, a sweet moment, but you, you had to really look carefully to catch it, was that the town was actually lined up to block the paparazzi from taking Johnny's pictures at the end when they walked out of the church, oh, wow. which which was kind of hard to catch because it was a really quick shot. But, um, I, you know, that, you know, just the fact that he felt, you know, that he was at home and he bought the house and all that stuff. I mean, I really loved how that turned out. And I really believed that 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 was in that moment. I thought it was a really sweet moment for them. Well, that makes sense, because I remember she said, you've made quite an impression on this town. Yes. And yes. I I wasn't sure, because there were a lot of flashbulbs. Now I have to go back and watch it. It's still on my DVR, fortunately. Um, but I was I remember that he, they walked out and there were all the flashbulbs, mm-hmm. but they were the town was in front of them. Yes. So that's what that's what that was. That's what yeah. the line was about. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I really liked it because the I felt like because I'm from a small town. So I, I know what that that mentality of like when someone big comes to the town, you're like, oh, this is the most exciting thing to talk about. It's, it's literally the talk of the town. And so I, I, I thought that translated very well and very realistic. Um, I, I did enjoy that. But we actually have a good question from the live chat. Stacey okay. Matthews actually asked, are there any Easter eggs in this movie that we oh, might have missed? Oh, goodness. Stacy, hi Stacy. I know Stacy. <laughs> um, gosh, you know what? In this one, it, I, I didn't have, I wasn't able to have as many. And you know, usually the, the the joke is that I always have a a coffee house with a whimsical chalkboard menu. But I think that might be every Hallmark movie has a has coffee one. house with a with a whimsical chalkboard <laughs> menu. Um, I I had a goal that I was going to put ranch dressing in all of my movies. Um, because I just had two in a row where we talk about ranch dressing. I really like it. And I, I feel ranch. like <laughs> that just needs to be talked about. I think it's an important thing. It, ranch it, dressing. It anyway, is. so I, I, I think I tried to put it in, but it didn't quite make it into this one. <laughs> Sorry. I do have a lot of food in my movies, um, for no particular reason, except I, I don't, it, maybe that food is a comfort and so is Hallmark and maybe together they Makes sense. Make literally comfort food. You know what, though? Hallmark movies are so much about, like, indulging in the season. Right. So the smells and the leaves changing and the cupcakes and Christmas tree. Like, you want all the sounds and smells and all of it. So I think that's appropriate. I did a bingo. I made a bingo card um, for, I think it was Wedding Bells or Convenient Groom, where I just, I put every food that was in the movie as sort of like a bingo game to play, and I filled up the whole card. Like, that's how much food is in that movie. Well, that's crazy. It's amazing. And I hope that I'm saying the, the name of the drink correctly, but I thought it was so cute that they ha- that she used 
because she didn't want to go on a date, but like kind of she initiated <laughs> one outing. anyway. That the outing. Yeah, outing. But the, I thought right. the candy cane martini thing was so cute, and then the really large drink that was the other option that was even more coupley, and I just thought it was so cute. That was cute because um, I didn't know how they were going to make it look. Because, you know, you just write something like, you know, it's a gigantic, ridiculous looking um, drink with candy cane on the rim. I'm sorry, with cotton candy on the rim, you know, and I thought it looked really fun. It turned out really I cute. wanted it. I, I was like, Marissa, yeah, no, let's go to a Christmas delicious. bar where we can get these specials. <laughs> like, we should just they, make it ourselves. The set, the set decorators and everybody, they do such a great job on the Christmas movies for Hallmark. It just, they, I don't know how they do it. They, they just make it look so beautiful. They did, especially, you know, the, the martinis and stuff. I think he had one of, uh, Trevor had one of the best lines, uh, um, Johnny. He, he says, there's no manly way to drink this. <laughs> I that's love my that husband. So that's basically, a, I lifted that from my, from my husband. And oh, and the strolling thing. Okay, there's it's not an Easter egg, but it's a tidbit. I have a tidbit. Um, the strolling thing where, where he can't, you know, where she's strolling and he can't take how slow she's walking. That's me, but it's the opposite. Like my husband just strolls and just, you know, takes his time and whatever. And I just want to get there. And we, mm, <laughs> we yeah. bicker about it all the time. I oh. just, especially when we're. I, I need to learn to stop and smell the roses, but I just really want to get where I'm going. I guess that's just my No, I understand. I walk like way. a New Yorker. L.A. has not rubbed yes. off on me in that way. I still walk like an East Coaster. See, that's why I think I belong here. I have that, I have that like, get out of my way. I'm getting, <laughs> I'm walking here. Yeah, for, I'm, the, I'm the same way. Yeah. Power walker, power walker. You got the long legs. Um, I really enjoy that. that that's uh, that's funny, you know, learning um, learning that about you and your husband uh, <laughs> and, and applying that to, to this movie. I really enjoyed this film. Like, I, I watched it twice, like I said before, but I picked up more on the second time. I, I feel like I laughed more the second time because there were just so many small jokes. There was a lot of comedy. Time. Yay! That's that's the, that's what my that is my whole goal is is to bring the is bring the calm into the rom com because and... I mean it's you know I try and you know there's all, obviously there's moments and there's there's drama and all that stuff but um you know my my hero is Nora Ephron or Nancy Myers or Nancy any of those Myers, guys you know yes. um, that's the kind of stuff I grew up watching and why I became a writer so I just lo- I love being able to do that with Hallmark movies. I'm I'm so glad you said that. We, we can be best friends because Nancy Myers is my god. I own yes. literally every movie of hers. She's amazing. I I aspire to be like her. But like I, I love that because Nora Ephron and Nancy Myers they write such strong female protagonists. And, right. But they yeah. also write strong male protagonists too. And I I just I find the right. relationships like so believable. And there's always that they're not that jerks. Life. You know, they're yeah. not they're not they're not jerks. Like it doesn't hate. You don't have to hate men. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. there are good, there are good guys. You know, uh, my husband's always joking that all the leading men on Hallmark movies, you know, are, are woodworkers or they make furniture. That's not true, yeah. but that's funny. No, that's so that, like they're all like good guys, down to earth guys who you know make furniture or they're artistic. You know, these are good, solid guys. Well, and in yeah. this movie, we got like a down to earth, actually nice celebrity guy, yeah, which right. is nice. Not the person from LA breaking her heart. Um, right. and, and you know what? I think the comedy is so appropriate given the fact that, at least for my personality, if you like someone but you can't admit it and you don't want to openly show affection, right. don't we use humor in those exact yes. situations? That's exactly yes. what you do with that tension. Exactly. And I fell, I fell in love with my husband because of his sense of humor first. That was number one. And that's always the number one. When you're going to be in a relationship, you've got, I mean, that's the most important thing, to be honest, because everything else can go down the tubes, you know, <laughs> but if you can laugh about everything that's happening, it's, it's great. So I, that's how I go about when I think in most of my movies, when couples meet, there's, there's some humor to the moment. It's not like, you know, it's not, a, it's not a dramatic, you know, sparks fly kind of thing it's more of a which humor i based. appreciated like, that so much sometimes it's nice to have a moment where when they meet it's not like horrible hate each other but it's also not right. we knew from the first moment it's just kind of a well it was a bizarre <laughs> moment yeah i mean her her face her expression when she said he's gorgeous was just perfect so funny and then and all the side characters like how funny was uh shelby at the uh at the gingerbread I house. loved her. I, I was going to bring her yeah, up, too. 
I think she was so good. All the secondary characters were so good because, especially <laughs> Shelby, made me laugh a lot. How she kept, oh she, she kept like volunteering Maddie to yeah, say, she really yes, is. she can she really do the wedding fun. planning. She just kept saying yes for Maddie. And it was hysterical yeah. watching. And even the barista, when she, you know, he's like, you know, name Steve. Okay, Steve. You know, just even that little part, she did a great job. It was, that's what I'm saying. I love the casting in this one so much. So good. I, I thought so, too. I think the cast was amazing. Did you have any input on who got casted? or No. Nope. No. no. Um, I, you know, basically when I turn the last draft in, and there can be a lot of drafts to get from, the, you know, from point A to point B on these, um, it's pretty much left up to the director and the producers and all those guys. Um, in the future, if I ever produce or anything like that, then yeah, I'll have more of a say in it. But uh, I've yet to be disappointed in their their choices. And you know, the Hallmark crew, the kind of the stable of actors that they do use over and over. There's a reason they're great. They really get it. You know, um, they're cute. Jodie Sweetin's really cute. You'll see. I'm so excited for that. And like, I, I love all the the Full House ladies. They're in all everything Hallmark. They're they're amazing. Yes. I think Rachel did a great job. And this was her, her first Hallmark movie, too. Was it her first one? I, yeah. I couldn't remember. Yeah, she's, uh, she said in an interview, this was her first Hallmark movie that she's done. So she's going to do more, hopefully. She'll definitely do more. Oh, by the way, and also in uh, Finding Santa, Eric Winter, very, very good looking. <laughs> very good looking. Um, he's cute. <laughs> and so is Trevor. I mean, everyone, yeah, everyone's awesome. Everyone's good looking. Can't, you know. Um, yeah, so Rachel, I'm sure we'll do more. And actually, I think that the, there was a lot of chatter uh, about um, Emily Tennant, who played Ginger, getting, you know, getting some more opportunities that people really, really liked what she did, too. I think she's great. Um, she, she's been, low, of course. You know, she can. She's amazing. She can do. Of course. She can do anything. Of course. And I also loved uh, Camille Mitchell, who's who was big in Smallville, um, playing oh. playing the mother, playing Barbara. Smallville, what Fantastic. a throwback! I mean, Trevor was, was a throwback for me from nine hundred two one zero. These are all the shows of my teenage years. Smallville, well, nine hundred two one zero. Smallville. Well, you know, Erica Durant was in my very first uh, TV movie. I'm yeah. Wed. I mean, Wed. I watched that when that first came out. I loved it. I did. No, I totally. You know what? I mean, Wed has been, uh, and I have these on my office wall. It's like the top three most ridiculous Lifetime movies and um, uh, top ten Lifetime movies we love to hate watch. I made both lists. Both of them. Oh no! Very proud. Very proud. Actually, I really am. It's kind of. I think it's hilarious. I love it. Well, That's why they are on my wall, like in a frame. Oh, there you go. I loved I Mean Wood. I thought that was really funny. Um, you know, just the whole concept of marrying yourself is, it sounds ridiculous, but like the way that the movie played out, it's about more, it's not really about marrying yourself, it's about being okay. true to yourself and, yeah, and, and like loving who lady, you are. This lady just did it. Did you read? There's a whole article about some lady in Europe that did that exact thing, and everyone in the comments is like, uh, there was a movie about this 10 years ago. <laughs> it you know? was yours. Really? Oh, well, I'll, I'll have to look that I, up. By the way, I just Googled Eric Winter as I've been sitting here, and yes. So everyone, <laughs> please go to your TV as soon as you finish watching <laughs> us and set it on your DVR now. It's probably not available yet, but you, we definitely have to watch now after that. My goodness. Yes, I mean, mm. we're yep. planning on watching all the Christmas movies. There's so many, but we're definitely looking forward to yeah. watching Finding Santa now. Because you teased it so much. I know, I know. And I wish I could tell you all the other stuff coming up for next year, but I can't. Okay. I'm not allowed to. Well, I was not just going to ask, like, any upcoming projects that we can look forward to that you can talk about? No. No. Okay. <laughs> I can. Fair. There are really interesting, fun, great things going on, but I will be in big trouble if I say anything fair, before they fair. do. So. Okay. I but gotta, the good news is Marissa gotta, will be here for anything involving Hallmark next year. What's that? I said I Marissa will be here, here and oh. Happy Hallmarkies will cover anything involving Hallmark next year. So we will see. That, I will be at your service as soon as I'm allowed to do any of that stuff. <laughs> okay, I am going to fly in um, for the uh, the critics gala. That's the best. That's the best night of the whole. There's two nights a year where the the Hallmark Channel, you know, gives a big party and everybody goes. It's just a lot of fun and the it's just. It's like a reunion. It really is like a reunion. It's great. I'm excited for that. I always love watching the, the photos and videos that, that go on during the night. And I just like so want to be there because um, it looks like such an amazing time. It's a love fest. I mean, it's really it's really something, you know, because, you know, Hollywood is 
you hear all these horrible stories about backbiting and all the, you know, I mean, especially the last couple of weeks about all these things that are horrible things, but, you know, just as it is a safe place for viewers, it's, it's still, it's, it's almost like that for the people who work there mm. too. It's just a really good group. And, and Solid. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I, I've heard nothing but positive things from from mm -hmm. everyone who I've been fortunate to talk to. That's so. good to know. I've told Marissa, the more behind the scenes I've gotten to see of Hallmark this year has made me feel even better about watching them because it's so nice to know the heart of the people and just the culture yeah. of the people behind the movies is so real. It's not just a fake commercialistic thing. Right, exactly. I mean, um, from Bill on all on down, I mean, the you know, with the animals you guys were talking about earlier. I mean, that is true. Like Bill, Bill cares deeply about animal rescue and animals. And, and it's just, you know, if you have a heart like that big for animals, then it goes into everything else in your life. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, um, jerky people tend not to like animals. Right. <laughs> or, That's or true. They but, don't matter. Yeah. But yes, thank you, Julie, for, for joining us and talking about this That's amazing sure. movie. This is the first one. And we have your Finding Santa coming out to look forward to. We'll probably, uh, like, we'd love to have you back for that one. Sure. We can talk all about then that. we can talk about Clint. Yes. Then we can talk then... about <laughs> I can't wait. When you see, it's just going to be funny because it's it's not even... It's not even one of the leads, but you'll see why I said that. Now we'll okay. all tweet. Everybody on now the AfterBuzz family will tweet you about Clint that night. That's right. Yes. Exactly. I will be there. I'm actually not going to get up from this chair until that night. I'm just going to wait. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. But, so we'll, we'll talk to you in a month then for, for finding okay. Santa. But in the meantime, where can everyone follow you, your work, your social media? I, um, I'm really trying to up my Twitter game. So it's at ShermWolf, and Wolf has an E on the end at Sherm Wolf. Um, that's pretty much the one I'm really doing. I have a, I have a writer's page for on, on uh, Facebook, but the, the Twitter is where I'm going to concentrate. I love live tweeting with everybody. It's really fun. It is fun. I love doing it every, every time something new happens. I saw you on there, Marissa. That was fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. You will see me yeah. every once in a while. It's, it is fun. It's, it's fun to join in the, the live chat with everybody, you know, because we're all watching the same thing at the same time. So it's great. Exactly. It's yeah, great. It's, it is such a community. So congratulations to you on this film. Um, all your other films that you've done, Phil Hallmark. And I cannot wait to see Finding Santa now because you've teased it so often. And just <laughs> everything that you're going to be doing in the future. I'm really looking forward thanks to you it. you guys. Thanks so much for having me. It was really fun. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, so, Julie. Happy holidays. Yeah. Bye. And I'll look for a character named Marissa. Done. I, I have written it down on my list. Yes. It's there. Yes. yes. Okay. We're, we're putting Stephen, it out into Stephen. the world. I'll wait for Stefan too then. Okay, good. You should. Yes. All right. All right. Thanks, Julie. And we'll talk Bye. to you again soon then. Yes, amazing. I love it. You know, can I just say, it, isn't it one fun thing about these Hallmark movies that they are one of the few things on TV that people do still watch? Of course, we all have them on our DVR, as we've been discussing in live mm -hmm. chat this whole hour. But people do watch them live. And that is actually one thing. I'm just so hyped about how the media is discovering everyone's watching Hallmark while all their networks decline in ratings. <laughs> I know. But truly, one of the special things about these movies is that people do watch them live still. At 8 p.m. At 8 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. You're there. Yes. And speaking of which, uh, so our upcoming movies, this Merry Me at Christmas was just the first one out of the, the whole 33. list of 33. So for those who don't know what's coming up next, this is why we you watch us. All right. So we have Christmas Festival of Lights. Is, Ice. Oh, oh, sorry, of ice. <laughs> Did I say like? <laughs> sorry, I'm like reading. That'll be two years from now. <laughs> yes, Christmas Festival of Ice, which will air on the Hallmark Channel, starring Taylor Cole and Damon Runyon, that airs Saturday, November fourth, five p.m. Pacific Standard Time, eight p.m. Eastern. And then we have next on Miss Christmas, also on the Hallmark Channel, starring Brooke Dorsey and Mark Lucas, who's from Buffy. Love it. Um, that airs Sunday, November 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 p.m. Eastern. So that's the Hallmark Channel movies. Now, also on the same weekend on the Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel, we have The Perfect Christmas, which stars Sam the Page. The Perfect Christmas Present. Present. Oh, my goodness. I Sorry. My notes are, like, completely all blocked here right now. Sorry, guys. Um, the Perfect Christmas Present, Hallmark Movies and Mysteries channel, starring Sam Page, Tara Holt, that airs Saturday, November 4th 
at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern. And then also on Sunday, the following day, we have Christmas in the Air on Hallmark Movies and Mystery Channel starring Catherine Bell, who we love so much from The Good Witch, and Eric Close, who was also just in Nashville. He plays Teddy. Um, he's been in other Hallmark movies as well. That airs Sunday, November 5th at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Woo, we got some movies to watch this next weekend. Yes. Well, and again, I would watch them all anyway. It's going to be a fast-talking show next week. It's going to um, be. There's a also, lot to talk about. Also, Lee said an easy way to miss anything is just don't turn off Hallmark. But actually, True. the real decision is, so my default channel when I turn my TV on is Hallmark. But now the decision at countdown to christmas is do you turn on hallmark or do you turn on hallmark, hallmark movies, movies and, and mysteries? mysteries i usually stick it stick with hallmark's main unless there's a new one which i'll dvr or if there's a movie that i know i like on movies and mysteries yes. or if i'm like feeling down that day and i want to cry then you turn on <laughs> movies and movies mysteries and for mysteries. the more serious and next year we may even have christmas stuff on hallmark drama it's out of control Woo! There's, there's just so much content to talk about. I'm looking forward to these four movies, so definitely make space in your DVR. Don't even DVR it. Just watch it. Watch it live. Um, but some of them... You'll have do, to choose yes, at some point. Some of them do air at the same time, so it's really like uh, pick your darlings. Uh, but a, a lot of great things to look forward to. That's just next week. That's next week. I know. We'll, we'll have a lot to talk about next week. And um, here's my last thing. The... So if you liked Marry Me at Christmas, this was my movie, Marissa Movie's suggestion of the week. You'll also probably love Christmas in Homestead, which aired last year, um, starring Taylor Cole. And and it's it's about the a big star and big movie star coming to a small town and Christmas and stirs things up and of course starts a re- relationship and romance with the the town mayor of all people, um, which really was one of my favorites last year. And Same when year. I went to Home and Family for the first time with Marissa, we discussed Christmas and Homestead. And I think it's brilliant that you wrote it down as a recommendation because it's so it's such a in alignment film. with Marry Me at Christmas. Yes, and is. if you're into the celebrity theme, can I say? Catch a Christmas Star, which was just on this morning at 6 a.m. or 8 a.m., one of the two. Mm-hmm. Um, that was also one of the Fall in Love with the Star movies, though a little bit different take. I, I love that film, too. That was so good. I do. Um, I have that on DVD. I have a lot of these on DVD. Um, yes, yeah, so if you if you love Mary Me at Christmas, you'll probably love Christmas in Homestead. And I also interviewed Michael Nardelli, who played the photographer in Christmas in Homestead. So, oh, and I have an update for people on this movie. Yes. Christmas in Homestead is airing Sunday at 10 on Hallmark. So, which date? Sunday, November 5th. Got so, it. this coming Sunday. And then, if you miss that, it's airing not this Thursday, but next Thursday at 4. So, for podcast listeners or viewers, you have two chances to see <laughs> Christmas in Homestead and record it if you for some reason have not seen it's it. It's such a great film. Um, I. You'll definitely love it. If if you love this one, you'll love that one, too. Um, we love Hallmark in general. Obviously, of course, so many things to watch. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in and listening to us and ta- us, you know, going crazy on the Christmas movies. We've only just begun. You guys. I know. Only it's just crazy. Begun. One out of 33. We have 32 more movies to talk about. In the meantime, Stefan, where can everyone keep following you? Yeah, Twitter and Instagram. Welcome to those of you who are new to Happy Hallmarkies and weren't on the Chesapeake Shores bandwagon. Um, And hopefully I will be here multiple times for Countdown to Christmas. So Dr. Lovegrove on Twitter and Instagram. And I'll come say happy holidays for 10 weeks in a row as we move through the fall. Yeah, we're we're just going to keep talking about Christmas movies all season long. I love this music so much. Patrick Volcanon mm. is my favorite score of all time. Like, literally, as I get married, this is going to be playing as I walk down in the aisle. That's that's my thing. Okay. Thank you, everyone. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. Keep rating, keep commenting, keep watching Hallmark and all these amazing Christmas movies on Hallmark Channel and Movies and Mysteries. We have so much to talk about. Thank you, everyone, and we will see you next time. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. 
The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.